All right now, you're listening to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Bronin, just a fed-up taxpayer, bringing you all of your Texas local and national news. Welcome to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I am Bronin, your host. Thank you for tuning into another episode, or if you're joining the program for the first time, 1,000 welcomes. Please make sure that you like, subscribe, follow from whatever platform you're tuning in from, and spread the word that the Real Texas Radio Podcast is the best place to get your Texas local news. I will just comment briefly on the New Hampshire primary. I will be honest, I didn't think that Trump was going to be able to eke out a 12-point lead over Nikki Haley in the end. I thought because Ron DeSantis dropped out that at least some of his votes would go over to Nikki Haley, but Trump really eked out a win in New Hampshire, which I guess this is his third consecutive Republican primary win in the Granite State. So good for him. And voters, one of the top issues, even in New Hampshire, is illegal immigration, which, believe it or not, is affecting New Hampshire. The state police or the state troopers in New Hampshire, just to give you one example, they are catching all the time illegal alien drunk drivers with no insurance and unregistered cars. Obviously, if you are an illegal alien... And unless you're in Massachusetts and maybe some other places, you can get a driver's license. But of course, you you still don't have car insurance. How do you get car insurance? Because you don't have a social security number. And I think something that people are really waking up to is obviously in 2022, well over 2 million illegal aliens crossed the border. A plurality, if not a majority of those, came over the Texas border from Mexico. And most of these illegal aliens, they're coming from Venezuela, they're coming from other countries in Central America, or they're flying in from the Middle East, from China, from Africa. And then they're making the trek up through Mexico. And as we know, Mexico, even though much of the country is safe and these illegal aliens could apply for asylum there, much of Mexico is safe except for really the the most dangerous parts of Mexico are along the United States border. But instead of remaining in Mexico, which is a Trump-era policy that has been rescinded, instead of remaining in Mexico and applying for asylum there, in the, I think it's the 14th best economy in the world, Mexico, believe it or not, we don't hear that stat often. But the illegal aliens, they keep on going. Mexico welcomes the illegal aliens to keep on going into the United States because unlike the United States, Mexico doesn't offer all of these freebies up to all of the illegal aliens who are passing through the country. If Mexico was passing out free health care, free Obama phones, free in-state tuition, free college, free health care food stamps, et cetera, et cetera, then they'd probably have a lot more illegal aliens on their hands. But no, the word is out. 
illegal aliens must come to the United States. And particularly, they are heading up north now to all these sanctuary states and sanctuary cities. And you know what really bothers me about the issue? It's not even so much fine. If if you want to come to the United States and really you're genuine goal is to get a job, fulfill the American dream. I I won't go all Fox News, wrap myself in the flag in the American dream. But if your goal really is to get a job and join the economy, what troubles me so much is why are there so many barriers for illegal aliens to get a job, but there are no barriers to getting all the freebies? It's all of the freebies first. It's free housing first. It's free health care first. It's food stamps first. It's welfare first. All of that can seemingly happen overnight or relatively quickly. And free driver's licenses now, if you're in a place like Massachusetts. But when it comes to signing up an illegal alien to pay income taxes or to pay Social Security or to pay unemployment tax, there's no will for that. Uh, That's impossible. We can't figure out how to do that. Let me go ahead. I want to just give you a rundown of of all of the jobs. This was just a list that I could think of off the top of my head. For example, here in Dallas, Texas, if you go to the City of Dallas Careers website, you're going to see hundreds of jobs. Sanitation department, filling potholes, water department. That's not even to say anything about the Dallas police. We need a thousand cops in Dallas. We probably need another thousand in Houston. Most urban areas in the country could probably use another 500 cops without even the blink of an eye. We're talking about jobs here that are paying 40, 50, 60, 70 thousand dollars per year. There are many jobs that the city of Dallas has posted that are paying a lot more than that. The courts are paying jobs with decent salaries. Aside from the, that's just the the public sector, nurses' aides in the nursing homes, for example. I was I was in Bucky's over the weekend in Denton, and they Bucky's. Every time I've gone into Bucky's, they're hiring, and it seems like every time I go into Bucky's, they're paying more money. And the sign that was hanging up in Bucky's, right in the middle of the store, eighteen bucks an hour. That was the lowest paying position which specified no experience needed. That was for cashiers, and that was for janitorial. Jobs were going up to, I think, almost $150,000 a year, maybe even more for the general manager. There were positions advertised $22, $23 an hour, I think, for assistant manager. Kroger, I've talked about always hiring probably every Kroger in the state, every Kroger in the country is hiring and we know that they're offering 14 or 15 dollars an hour kitchen wait staff and any kind of restaurant in my neighborhood and your neighborhood everywhere the kitchens are always hiring the they need wait staff always and of course do you know what is a major plus in terms of skills for pretty much any of these jobs, especially in Texas. But let's face it now, nationwide, if you're a Spanish speaker, if you go on Indeed, any of you who have job hunted, 
in the last few years. Spanish preferred, bilingual preferred. It's almost always there, whatever the position. It's always a plus to have Spanish now, just looking at the demographic changes. And yet, even in blue areas, they're pushing the E-Verify. So it, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. If you, you've got, the, who knows, there's dozens of different benefits that illegal aliens are signing up for. But all the barriers are around the job. Why is it being made difficult to get a job? It, I just, I can't figure it out. I really just do not understand it. And, you know, I think that Trump is going to have a tough time. The Republicans, I know they've been pushing this narrative to use an, an overused word, the, the narrative of the economy is terrible and the inflation in particular is the problem. Go to any grocery store. The, I think the, the worst case for in, for inflation is the housing market. The interest rate is, it's just not accessible for most buyers. But in, in terms of jobs, I just gave you a list. There are plenty of jobs. The unemployment is very low. Even if the Democrats are revising the jobs reports down a little bit each month, it's still pretty much a surprise that there are hundreds of thousands of jobs being added each month. Even the, I think the Christmas season was pretty decent the, in, the, in terms of the retail sales. So, and this is what's very different from 15 or 17 years ago, 07 through 2011, during the Great Recession period. There, there weren't police openings. Absolutely not. There weren't city openings, even TJ Maxx. You couldn't get a job at TJ Maxx. There were articles, uh, almost kind of humorous, about you know 55-year-olds who were trying to go back to college and get unpaid internships. There's, there's unpaid internships? Is that even a thing anymore? I think you always get paid. And it's not like minimum wage pay either in these internships. But there are jobs open in every single sector. Right In Dallas, the Bank of America, they're building a new skyscraper in uptown Dallas, which is right adjacent to downtown. They already have multiple floors in the tallest office building in Dallas, downtown, right on Main Street. But now in four years, they plan to move into their brand new tower. Goldman Sachs is putting up a campus. They're planning to add thousands of jobs downtown. I'm not suggesting that a, that an illegal alien is going to come over the border at Eagle Pass and start applying to Bank of America for a corporate job. But there are many, many jobs available. I didn't even go into all of the under the table landscaping laborer construction jobs. Joe Biden said come. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. And I won't even get into the mixed messaging. That's a whole nother problem that we have. We we have the Biden administration is inviting all of the illegal aliens to sign up for all of the freebies. Then we've got Mayor Adams in New York saying that 
illegal immigration is destroying the city. And we know that all of these mayors and governors, they're furious at Greg Abbott. He has bust about 100,000 illegal aliens to various cities and states, particularly in the north, particularly in the sanctuary states where the politicians are inviting them. That's where they're being bused to. And by the way, 100,000, subtract that from the two and a half million nearly illegal aliens who came over the border in 2022. I'm not sure how many came over in 2023, but we're hearing reports that there are many days when there are 10,000 per day coming over the border. So 100,000 is a drop in the bucket. You don't think Texas and New Mexico and Arizona and California too, or California is another sanctuary state, of course, but the other three states, you don't think that we're that we're all bearing the brunt of the illegal immigration and the uh, paying for the health care of all these illegal aliens. Look at your property taxes, by the way. Your your property tax cut is delayed because it, it's so useful to paying for illegal alien health care. That's where a lot of your property taxes are going. If you're here in Texas, to your hospitals, you're paying for illegal aliens and uh, homeless junkie bums to get tens of thousands worth of medical care in one visit that you wouldn't dream of on your private health care plan. You wouldn't dream of shelling out that kind of money on your deductible. Greg Abbott, he has obviously been sparring with the Biden administration over the last year and this Operation Lone Star, which I have griped about on the Real Texas Radio podcast before because of the exorbitant cost. Started out at $8 billion now. I think it's up to $10 billion a year. And I don't think it's much of a success, if you want me to be completely honest. I know they've grabbed some fentanyl, but I, I really don't think that we're getting $10 billion worth of border enforcement out of that program. But Governor Rabbit, he has had buoys installed in the Rio Grande that are supposed to make it difficult to swim under or get around. There's supposed to be a deterrent. And his latest is installing razor wire, which you've seen videos all over the internet of illegal aliens just getting right underneath that wire, most of them unscathed. But of course, the fake news wants you to believe that it's just basically a mine for infants and young single mothers who they're trying to tell you that's everybody coming over the border, the single mothers. Just like that's the the only people who are homeless are single mothers with their young children. That's that's who homelessness really affects. Not adult male single junkie bum schizophrenics that any any woman with a mid double digit IQ wouldn't go within a mile of if she could avoid it, by the way. Speaking of paying for bums and illegal aliens, this week I have been getting 1099 forms, which you probably have been too. If you have a savings account that earns a pittance, or if you have a checking account that may earn a pittance as well. So I got a few 1099 forms with interest earned over 2023 in amounts like $2.60, $5. But we the federal government wants to ensure that I got a 1099 form because we wouldn't want compliance to suffer. It's really important that I'm 
paying my fair share on on that huge interest payment that I've collected. We need to make sure that no illegal alien is going without subsidized housing or Obama phones or free emergency room care and all the rest of the freebies and food stamps that they're getting. The governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, the story that I mentioned at the top of the show is he has been sparring with the Biden administration and particularly over the border of Texas. And he has used the Texas National Guard to install razor wire and buoys in different areas, most recently Eagle Pass, the razor wire. And the Biden administration has been fighting Greg Abbott on the razor wire and coming up with all of these different excuses why the razor wire can't be there, why the Border Patrol, they aren't able to get to the migrants to help them get over the border so they can get into the free housing and free health care that you get to pay for for them. And there was a story last week about a mother and two young kids who died in the Rio Grande. And of course, the Democrats, just like our own Jasmine Crockett here, Congresswoman from District 30, representing Dallas, immediately they go on the attack. They blame Greg Abbott. It's his fault that illegal aliens drowned in the Rio Grande. Yeah, they had no idea that it could possibly be dangerous to cross multiple countries and and illegally enter the United States. They had no idea in advance that they might be facing any kind of danger, let alone the laws that the federal government doesn't enforce. So the razor wire issue went to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court on a 5-4 decision sided with Biden that the Border Patrol, the Federal Border Patrol, they could get rid of the wire, that Greg Abbott can't install razor wire there. It's interfering with the Border Patrol, Federal, their jobs, which is a bunch of nonsense. It, it, it's just so crazy that the you have a state, Texas, a border state. Greg Abbott, he's taken $10 billion for Operation Lone Star from the Texas taxpayers to fund this operation, which in my opinion isn't really doing much. It really, I think it's just a project to show that Greg Abbott is tough on the border. And I, I think it was to try to draw attention to the fact that the Biden administration isn't enforcing the border and that they should be. And, and this is an attempt to embarrass the Biden administration and compel them to act. But they're not. They, the only acting they're doing is making sure that freebies, freebies, freebies for illegal aliens. Greg Abbott, I think, in 2028, which I know we're, we're still, we've got a year ahead of Trump-Biden, 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 but I think in 2028, Greg Abbott will be probably one of the top Republicans trying to win the White House. I mean, De- DeSantis is certainly weakened now. Haley, she's been weakened, but who knows? She might try to resurface again in a few years. But Greg Abbott, he's definitely the toughest Republican governor in the United States. I don't know, maybe he'll make a Senate run 
On the Democrat side, it looks like it's probably going to be Gavin Newsom will make a play for the White House. Greg Abbott is unique in that he's in his third four-year term. It's just started, but historically, third gubernatorial terms don't turn out that well. I'll, I'll just point to Andrew Cuomo as a recent example. Obviously, Greg Abbott is a completely different kind of a person, but I think it's interesting to think about. I mean, after governor, where do you go? There's only so many terms. You know, you have to, I guess, get into the Senate if that's your thing. If there's an open Senate seat, then and, and you're already a popular governor, then I guess you could get into the Senate and ride out the rest of your career there. That's that certainly could be a lot worse. But I don't know. I I imagine that the type of guy that Greg Abbott is, I think he likes the executive position. I, I think he'll make a play for the White House. That would be my guess. All right, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Real Texas Radio podcast. I will catch you on the next episode. Keep tuning in. Spread the word. Like, subscribe, follow. Catch me on Twitter, RTR underscore Bronin.